Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. One in five pregnancies terminated in 2020. Say it again. One in five pregnancies has, was terminated in 2020. What this means is it's very clear that devaluing a life is effective for this industry. If you want to devalue a life... And that is exactly what Democrats have been doing, doing everything they can to devalue life. Then eventually, at some point, younger generations, when they get pregnant, will become numb. And they will no longer treat a child like it's a child. They will treat it like it's a problem, which is exactly what the extreme left has been doing in this country. And when you're at a point now where one out of every five people in America that get pregnant have, a, have an abortion and terminate that child you know you are losing a country. Not only are you losing a country, you are losing respect for life. You are losing, uh, you are becoming a soulless country, maybe is a better way to put it. And when you become a soulless country, which is exactly what this is, 
where one in five children are exterminated. I mean, let's just call it what it is. Okay, one in five children are being exterminated in this country. It makes, it makes a lot of the things happening in this country and a lot of things going on around the world make a lot of sense. If we don't value life, are we going to protect the life of the living? I think the answer is pretty clear, no. If you want to know why violent crime rates are through the roof, this should explain it. If we're killing one in five children, right, that's what we're actually doing, one in five children we are killing, then... Why would we not kill each other at record rates in many cities, which is exactly what is happening? Let's move it one step further than that. We're going to value life around the world the way that we did before if we don't even value the lives in America? No. Does that mean that dictators and tyrants can do what they want to do around the world and they know that people like us will probably not stop them? Or what coalitions to stop bad people will actually happen? These numbers don't just tell you about the number of children being murdered in this country. What it tells you is where America's mindset is when it comes to dealing with protecting life all over the world. If you are anywhere in the world and you're looking at doing heinous crimes, crimes against humanity, and you look at the United States of America's abortion rate where one in five of our children is exterminated, your calculus has just changed on what you believe you can probably get away with. And that is exactly why this information to me is so sad. It also makes me angry. And all of this is being brought to you by the extreme left. They're no longer Democrats or socialists and communists. For socialism and communism to thrive... You have to devalue life and the living conditions of many. You have to devalue freedom and individuality. You have to devalue uh, personal rights. Now, if you want to understand why liberals can also feel like they own your children, they can indoctrinate them during Gay Pride Month with drag queen story time critical race theory, transgenderism. The reason why they believe they can get away with it now is because they realize that many of you in America don't even value your own kids' lives. That's why they believe they can take ownership and, of your child away from you. And they can indoctrinate your child because, hell, one out of every five of the kids that are going to be born are being exterminated before they even get outside the womb. Now, before I get into any more of the insanity of these people on the left, I want to tell you real quick about legacy precious metals. You know what's happening with inflation. You know what's happening with people now talking about the idea of recession. You know what's happening with supply chain issues. And you know what's been happening with your retirement account. If you are not diversified with part of your financial strategy involving precious metals, now is the time to call the people that I use and trust legacy precious metals. You can get the free investor's guide on gold and silver, precious metal investing, and how to diversify your portfolio. We have seen that they want to raise taxes. We are seeing a skyrocketing of our national debt. And if your retirement is in only investments that are directly connected to the market, you need to take a look 
at Legacy Precious Metals. Call and get the free investor's guide right now from them. one 866 751 2218. That's 1 866 751 2218. Or online at Legacy PM Investments. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. All right, I want to now get back to this idea. When I look at the, the fact that one in five pregnancies terminated in 2022, it actually makes me sick because I have three young children. And to me, life is very, very real. The Associated Press put it this way. The number and rate of U.S. abortions has increased from 2017 to 2020 after a long decline, according to figures released Wednesday. The report by the Gutmatcher Institute, a research group that supports abortion rights, counted more than 930,000 abortions in the United States of America in 2020. That's up from about 862,000 abortions in 2017. When national abortion figures reached their lowest point since the U.S. Supreme Court ruling that legalized the procedure nationwide in 1973. About one in five children that are conceived are ending in abortion in 2020, according to the report. Which comes as the Supreme Court appears ready to overturn Roe v. Wade and send it back to the states, the states' rights issue. The number of women obtaining abortions illustrates a need and underscores just how devastating, quote-unquote, a Supreme Court decision is going to be for access to an absolutely vital service. That's what Sarah Rosenbaum, a George Washington University health law and policy professor, pleaded in her statement to the Associated Press. Medication abortions, the two-drug combination sometimes called the abortion pill, accounted for 54% of U.S. abortions in 2020, the first time they made up more than half of abortions, Goodmatcher said. The COVID-19 pandemic may have pushed down the numbers in some states, according to the report. For example, in New York, abortions increased from 2017 to 2019, then fell 6% between 19 and 20. One in 10 clinics in New York paused or stopped abortion care in 2020 due to COVID. Texas saw a 2% decrease between 2019 and 2020, coinciding with pandemic-related abortion restrictions in the state. Elsewhere, the pandemic may have limited access to contraception, some experts also are claiming, or discouraged women from undertaking all the health care visits involved in a pregnancy. Yet, abortions already were inching upward before the coronavirus upended people's lives, the researchers say are the facts. Quote, one contributing factor, some states expanded Medicaid access to abortion. Illinois, for example, began allowing state Medicaid funds to pay for abortion starting in January 2018. The state saw abortions increase 25% between 17 and 2020. In Missouri, abortions decreased substantially, but the number of Missouri residents traveling to Illinois for abortions increased, they say, more than 6,500. Quote, if states are paying for abortions, I hope they are looking at how to support childbirth so a woman doesn't think abortion is the best or only option. 
So the president of the National Right to Life Committee, which opposes abortion, said in a statement to the Associated Press. You got to take a step back and you got to look at the overall landscape in this country. You have one in five children that are being aborted. The left is cheering this on, saying this is proof that we need Roe v. Wade. I would say this is proof that the left has won at devaluing life. There was a congressman, Billy Long. He's a pretty blunt guy in Congress. He's a, uh, actually I should say he's a Missouri GOP Senate candidate now. He's representative Billy Long, and he's said it's time to wake up to what we're doing in this country. The congressman was asked about mass shootings, and he made a, the exact same point that I made earlier. You want to know why we have so many shootings? You want to know why we have such carnage in so many liberal cities? We don't value life anymore. And abortion and these numbers are proof of it. To my knowledge, none of those shootings were done with uh, any kind of a Armalite rifle or AK or anything like that. So uh, it's a systemic problem. When I was growing up in Springfield, you had one or two murders a year. Now we have two, three, four a week in Springfield, Missouri. So... Something has happened to our society, and I, I go back to abortion when we decided it was okay to murder kids in their mother's wombs. Uh, life has no value to a lot of these folks. Life has no value to a lot of these folks. Look at the headlines in the newspaper. Put in the word shooting in any major city in America, and you will see headline after headline after headline after headline after headline, after headline every single day of people whose lives are taken from them and no one seems to care. This is the new normal. I'll give you the headlines. Just an example. Fox 13. Memphis, Tennessee. Double shooting in North Memphis leaves two in hospital. One person taken to Children's Lebonner Hospital after shooting, officials say. Suspect wanted another headline after alleged shooting in local gas station. Prevention tips from the Memphis Police Department discourage thieves with car theft being the number one crime now in Memphis. Man wanted in connection with homicide at convenience store, police say. He needs to change his life. 88-year-old woman shares message for a purse snatcher who targeted her at the age of 88. Man dies from gunshot after fight with sister in car, sheriff said. Murder suspect arrested after crashing stolen infinity days after the crime record show. These are the headlines. MPD searching for three suspects after two shot outside of a Whitehaven apartment complex. Man snatches woman's purse, leaves stolen car at Kroger. Former Memphis Police Department officer indicted of sexually assaulting a female crime victim in 2000, the DA says. Man shouting gas station on Lamar, police say. MPD searching for three suspects after another two shot outside of an apartment complex overnight. That's just one place. You want to go to Chicago? Let's go to Chicago. Extreme gun control, right? Place where they have a record number of abortions. And if you just Google Chicago crime and you click on news, these are the headlines. Lakeview shooting. Man says ex-acquaintance shot him. Tried to run him over near Roscoe and Halstead by Busy Bar area in Chicago. 
Chicago's shootings, 31 shot, six fatally in weekend violence across the city. The Chicago Police Department confirms. Naked woman assaults officer, steals a squad car, and runs him over, then crashes, police say. Last, last weekend before that, 21 shot, four fatally in weekend violence across the city. Weekend shootings, 37 shots, seven fatally the weekend before that. Chicago shooting involves officer suspect in Inglewood caught on camera shooting at police officer. Person fatally shot during argument in West Lawn shooting Chicago. One critically injured after shots fired near Orr High School in West Garfield Park, police say. Authorities say 15-year-old died in Friday shooting in South Chicago Alley. Another man shot woman in River North and then threw her in the river. That's nice. Let's go to Los Angeles. Just to put in Los Angeles crime with news. Los Angeles crime spike. Will progressives prosecuting cause an increase to crime for other U.S. cities because they've stopped prosecuting crimes? How bad is it in L.A.? As of April... Shootings in Los Angeles are up by 69% since 2020. 69% increase. Violent crime is up by 7.2% when compared to last year already. Robberies in Los Angeles are up 18.5% when compared to last year. Car thieves are up by 40% when compared to 2020, according to LA Times. This is what Los Angeles is experiencing, and there is a growing fear that if progressive Los Angeles District Attorney George Gascon, a guy that was supported by George Soros, isn't recalled. The recent crime wave will only continue to increase. As District Attorney, Gascon has implemented a progressive wish list of new policies, which many view as adding fuel to an increased rate of massive violent crime in Los Angeles, including in the massive policy change implemented by the DA, which took office in 2020, a directive was sent to all deputy district attorneys to decline pressing charges or outright dismiss charges before arrangement arraign, arraignment for several misdemeanors such as trespassing, criminal threats, drug possession, resisting arrest, and more. So you can resist arrest and they will not charge you with resisting arrest of a police officer because this is what happens when you devalue life. This is L.A. now. It's not just L.A., by the way. You can go to New York City. And you can see what's happening there with crime. Home invader uses FedEx disguise to shoot Robin NYC man in an apartment. Aspiring NYPD drill rapper was law, with long rap sheet back in trouble with the law after shooting someone, apparently. Stranger pepper sprays for Asian women in Manhattan hate crime. Man shot in Long Island City lobby after PlayStation buy goes bad. Hispanic man struck with pipe in hate crime attack. Another NYPD headline from this morning. Random subway slasher nabbed after back-to-back unprovoked attacks there. No bail for Queen subway stabbing suspect. One victim still dependent on ventilator to breathe. Uncle arrested for machete killing of nephew at NYPD NYC home, police say. I go back to what I just said earlier. When one out of every five children is being murdered through abortion in this country... If you didn't think it was going to trickle down to society when we just flat out devalue life, you weren't paying attention. This is what happens when you do this. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go, like, how do I detach from my this idea of, what do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know... Okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I want you to, to think about this comment that I played for you by Senate candidate and Republican congressman in Missouri. And he talked about when I was a kid, you had a couple of people shot killed a year. Now it's every week, every weekend where he grew up. Because we've stopped valuing life. And he says there's a direct connection to that with abortion. And I believe he's spot on. To my knowledge, none of those shootings were done with uh, 
any kind of a Armalite rifle or AK or anything like that. So uh, mm-hmm. it's a systemic problem. When I was growing up in Springfield, you had one or two murders a year. Now we have two, three, four a week in Springfield, Missouri. So something has happened to our society. And I, I go back to abortion when we decided it was okay to murder kids in their mother's wombs. Uh, life has no value to a lot of these folks. Life has no value to a lot of these folks. He's not wrong. I think he's right. When they fight for abortion the way they're fighting for abortion right now. I mean, look at the Yelp. If you've ever used Yelp, the, you know, it's a, the app website, whatever. Their chief diversity officer came out on MSNBC and is actually saying, come work for us if you want to have uh, abortions because we will help cover the out-of-state abortion travel costs. And they say this is a, quote, fundamental issue of inclusion. They're, they're now recruiting people. Hey, you want to get knocked up and kill the baby? Come work for Yelp and we'll pay for you to travel to get the abortion. Our employees have told us time and again that access to reproductive health care is important to them. It's important to their families. It's important to them that Yelp speak out on this issue and take a stand on this issue. It is fundamentally an issue of inclusion. When you think about the ability for people to be successful in a company, one of the big things is that they have to have autonomy over their own bodies. They have to be able to make their own decisions about their lives. And certainly when the threat of that being taken away looms large, our employees count on us to not only safeguard them and their families, but also for us to take a stand because we have a platform that can allow us to not only tell people what we believe, but also to try to nudge other companies along on the same path. As far as legal complications go, obviously we will have to take the challenges uh, as they come. But at this moment, our most important priority is the safeguarding of the health of our employees. There it is. We got to safeguard the health of our employees. Now, employers like abortions because that means you're not taking maternity leave. Employers love it when you kill a child because you don't miss much work compared to if you have a child. So is this Supreme Court decision on abortion can be announced really at this point at any moment. What you have is Democrats saying, don't worry. And Democrat business, liberal business is saying, don't worry. Okay, do not worry. We'll pay for that abortion. We'll fly you wherever you need to go. You know, forget the children. Cecil Richards was on MSNBC and said that Oklahoma's abortion ban is, quote, cruel and inhumane. To who? You say it's cruel and inhumane to save the life of a child? Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stitt is set to sign one of the most restrictive abortion bans in the country after the state's legislature passed a bill that would ban abortions after fertilization, with few exceptions. The bill, which is similar to Texas's ban, includes a provision that would allow citizens to file suits against providers who perform the procedure. Joining us now is Cecile Richards, the co-chair of American Bridge 21st Century and former president of the Planned Parenthood Federation of America. Um, Ms. Richards, Governor Stitt says he wants Oklahoma to be the most pro-life state in the country. What impact will this law have on the women of Oklahoma? 
Well, of course, it would mean that Oklahoma would become really the first state that completely bans abortion, safe and legal abortion, since Roe was decided. It's modeled on the Texas ban that has been in effect since September uh, that really allows local citizens to turn in their neighbors and anyone who has helped uh, trying to assist a woman accessing abortion services. It's incredibly cruel and inhumane. And of course, you probably know that Many women in Texas, because they have not been able to get access legal abortion since September, have been going to Oklahoma. And increasingly, we will now see huge um, areas of the country where there is no more access to safe and legal abortion. Of course, it doesn't mean abortion will end. It simply means it won't be safe, it won't be legal, and women will have to take things into their own hands, which is going to create a dangerous situation for women and their families. Dangerous situation for women and their families. That's what she says. Screw the child. Forget the fact that one out of every five children is being aborted. No, we don't care about that. Right? We we don't care about them. We have a Democratic Party now that can't define what a child is, what a boy is, what a girl is. Right? Just... It's amazing to me that we are now here. You have abortion rights fundraiser on, on Instagram Live with AOC saying, give your money. We basically got to kill more babies. Do, fundraising off this. I mean, Democrats are actually raising money off of this. New York Times declaring this week that women, that Americans are entitled to health care, and they say now that abortion is health care. So killing a child is health care. Health care. Care is supposed to be nurturing and coddling and caring for. No, no, no. That doesn't mean killing. But the New York Times has decided we're going to change the narrative. Well, it's terrifying. Um, as a woman, as a citizen, it's, it's terrifying. This is going to create a chilling effect. Um, you know, again, this is not going to stop abortion. So what's going to happen instead is that as a country, we are going to allow the prosecution of, uh, if not women themselves, uh, and I do believe that's ultimately where this appears to be heading, um, and quickly, uh, certainly people who provide critical health care to them, to which they are entitled, we are entitled as human beings. Uh, abortion is health care. Abortion is health care. That's what they believe. Wow. I want to switch gears into this big question that was asked to the American people without you really even knowing it. And that is, where is your line when it comes to indoctrinating your children? What are you willing to overlook and what are you willing to deal with? Before you finally stand up and say no more to a company, to an organization, especially companies and organizations that are trusted. A great example of this is Disney. Now, Disney is a company that clearly took for granted its support from the American people, and with good reason. Conservatives, we have a tendency to be, well, lazy when it comes to boycotting or stopping uh, our support for an individual or an organization if it is convenient to put our kids and park our kids in front of that organization, if in general it's, quote, fairly safe. That has been the case for Republicans for a very long time. 
But there was some video that came out of an internal meeting with Disney. Then a woman with the last name Disney, actually Abigail Disney, did an interview talking about Disney and her plans. And her plan was clear. We're not going to back down from indoctrinating your kids on all things LGBTQIA+. We're not going to do it. Disney, they were arrogant. And they were cocky. And they understood that many Americans have stopped raising their children and have started parking their kids in front of the TV, and that's where they have all of this power. Now, if it wasn't for this audio coming out, uh, I don't think we'd be having the conversation that I'm about to tell you. And the conversation that we're about to have is one that is truly incredible. The conversation that we are about to have is one that is going to be, I hope, an inspiring tale for us to start standing up more often for what we believe in as a conservative family group with traditional values. Because the headline this morning is this. Disney shares have closed under $100 for the first time in more than two years on Wall Street. Shares of Walt Disney Company are continuing their, quote, free fall this week. That's not my words, but Wall Street analysts dropping 9% to close Friday at $99.40. That is the first time the stock has closed below $100 in more than two years. Disney shares took a significant beating this week following a major shakeup in the company's executive organization. On Thursday, the CEO unexpectedly fired his presumed successor, Peter Rice, a move that has stunned the entertainment industry and left Disney employees in, quote, a state of shock. For the year, Disney shares are down a whopping 37%, making it the worst performer on the Dow Jones Industrial Average during the past 12 months of any stock. The last time that Disney stock closed below $100 was in April of 2020. Disney is still reeling from its war with Governor of Florida Ron DeSantis over the state's parental rights and education law which simply bars the teaching of sexuality and gender ideology, including transgenderism, to children in kindergarten through third grade. Disney tried to label this bill the Don't Say Gay Bill, which it was not. It was about making sure that parents have the right to talk to their kids about these important issues, kindergarten through third grade. Now, the CEO caved to a small group of woke employees at Disney and committed the company to a radical LGBTQ agenda and activism. He said that Disney would continue to work to get the Florida law, quote, repealed. And in response, not only did Florida strip Walt Disney World in Orlando of its self-governing privileges like their own country, potentially exposing the company to massive new taxes as well as regulations. But it wasn't just that. It was what Disney was doing. And the video that came out from Disney, the Disney company reimagining tomorrow is what finally made conservatives wake up. And it took this to wake them up, which is also scary. We should have been way more focused before this video came out. But at least it worked. 
conservatives got their heads out of their rear ends and conservatives started to go, okay, this is a line too far. Now, I'm going to remind you, one Disney executive producer says she identifies as biromanic asexual. Not a joke. Listen. Yeah, I, I identify as like a biromantic asexual. I've had a lot of learning and growing about myself this year, kind of facilitated by how comfortable I felt on the Proud family and with my immediate team at Disney TVA. And so it's just sort of like this creative dissonance between my personal experience where I feel so safe and so supported. I mean, like I wasn't like in the closet, but like I'm real out now, but like, I, and like outside of my team, outside of TVA, it's just, it, it feels like the things that we believe that we're trying to put into the shows are not what we're seeing in the real world. And yeah, it, it leaves you in a weird space. I'm still thinking like, I want to use my content to like go deeper, like talk about, how non-monolithic the LGBTQ plus community as an asexual, as an asexual. Like, it's just like, I feel like a lot of people don't know what that is. I have to like have a dissertation ready at any given time. I want to like add the, po- the, the pockets of the LGBTQ community that you don't see. I was like, I want to get like gay advanced. And then I realized like, oh, she needs to go back to like gay 101. Like, so it's like, I- Gay advanced. She wants to go to gay advanced with your children. This is a woman that says, quote, as an asexual, I feel like a lot of people don't know what that is. I have to have a dissertation ready to give at any given time. I want to add the pockets of the LGBTQ community that you don't see to Disney programming for your children. I want to get it like gay advanced for your children. Then I realize, oh, blank, we need to go back to like gay 101. These are the people that are making the programming and celebrating that they're making the programming for your child. They want to go gay advance. Now, that's just one executive. Now, here's the part that you do need to understand. Disney is not bowing yet. Okay? Understand that. Disney is not bowing to the collapse yet or saying, okay, we won't indoctrinate your kids. They have not moved on their indoctrination of your children. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time 
with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, from this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, this shows you just how powerful we are as a conservative group. The scary part is, is it had to get to the extreme that Disney was pushing for any of us to wake up enough and to organize and to say, okay, we're going to stop giving Disney our money. Disney Plus subscriptions have dropped significantly among the conservative community, as well as people deciding to go to Disney and spend their cash. We had a trip planned to go to Disney. We stopped that trip solely because of the audio and the videos that came out of these Disney executive meetings called Reimagine Tomorrow. Disney made it very clear from the very beginning that they, are, they see themselves not as an entertainment company anymore, but as an indoctrination company of your children. How do I know this? Because the Disney corporate president, who is a mother, had this to say about what she believes Disney's role is in indoctrinating your children. Listen, this is the Disney corporate president. I'm, I'm here as a mother of, of two queer children, actually. Um, uh, one transgender child um, um, and one pansexual child. Um, and, and also as a leader. Um, and that was the thing that really got me because I have heard so much from so many of my colleagues over the course of the last couple of weeks um, in open forums and through emails and phone conversations. And um, I feel a responsibility to speak, um, not just for myself, but for them, um, to all of us. We, we, had a, we had an open forum last week at 20th where, um, again, the home of, of really incredible groundbreaking LGBTQIA stories over the years where um, one of our execs stood up and said, you know, we only have a handful of queer leads in our content. And I went, what? 
I, that can't be true. And I and I and I realized, oh, it, it actually is true. We have many, many, many LGBTQIA characters in our stories. And 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 yet we don't have enough leads um, and narratives in which gay characters just just get to be characters. Just get to be characters, gay leads. We need more gay leads. Now, that's the woman in charge. She's telling you the game plan. We have got to have many, many, many LGBTQIA characters in our stories. Quote, as the president of Disney, I can feel, I can tell you, it's something that I feel perhaps had this moment not happened as a leader and as me and as my colleagues would not have focused on. And going forward, I certainly will be more so. Quote, I know that we will be, and I hope this is a moment where, shoot, that 50% of the tears, sorry, are coming. We don't, we don't just allow each other to go backwards, she goes on to say. We got to go forward. Disney Diversity and Inclusion Manager said it's time for us to eliminate all mentions of ladies and gentlemen and boy and girl in our theme park because from the moment you step in our theme park at Disney, we will indoctrinate your children to believe that there's no such thing as a boy or a girl or a man or a woman or a prince or a princess. In fact, even if you see a child... Internal documents have revealed that are wearing princess outfits, which Disney makes money off of princesses. You're not supposed to say, oh, look how beautiful you are. You're such a beautiful princess because that child may be dressed up against her will because her parents want her to be that. So you don't say that anymore. Last summer, we we removed all of the um, gendered greetings in relationship to our life skills so we no longer say ladies and gentlemen boys and girls um we we've trained we we've provided training for all of our our cast members and in relationship to that so now they know it's it's hello everyone or hello friends we we are in the process of changing over those those recorded messages and so many of you are probably familiar when we brought the fireworks back to the magic kingdom we no longer say ladies and gentlemen boys and girls we say dreamers of all ages and so i love the fact that it's opened up the creativity the opportunity for our cast members to look at that we we have our cast members working with merchandise working with food and beverage working with with all of our guest facing areas where perhaps you know we, we want to create that magical moment with our cast members with our guests and we don't want to just assume because someone might be um, in in our interpretation, maybe presenting as female, that they may not want to be called princess. So let's think differently about how do we really engage with our guests in a meaningful and inclusive way that makes it magical and memorable for everyone. Magical and memorable for everyone. How do we make sure that we're indoctrinating your kids while they're at Disney? That's her objective. Disney production coordinator says his team create a tracker to make sure they are creating enough gender non-conforming characters. They have a tracking system, right? Because you can't just have a bunch of boys and girls and in, in, in these. You got to make sure you've got enough of the other genders in there that we've decided that the transgendered or this and that, right, have to be there. That's that's where we have to be here. That's what we've got to have. So we've created a tracker, and he's very proud of this. This is, again, in a corporate Zoom Meeting the Walt Disney Company reimagining tomorrow space. Yeah, um, I've had the privilege of working with the Moon Girl team for the last two years, and they've been really open to exploring queer stories. And part of I'm on the production side. Uh, part of uh, the work that I feel like I can put in is um, making sure that we take place in modern day New York. 
So making sure that that's like an accurate reflection of New York. So I put together like a tracker of our background characters to make sure that we have like a, the full breadth of expression. And uh, we got into a very similar conversation, Carrie, of like, oh, all of our like gender non-conforming characters are in the background. And so it's not just a numbers game um, of how many LGBTQ plus characters you have. We got the further, uh, the, the more centered a story is on a character, the more nuanced you get to get into their story. And especially with like trans characters, you can't see if someone is trans. There's not one way to look trans. And so kind of the only way to have these like canonical trans characters, canonical asexual characters, canonical bisexual characters is to give them stories where they can like be their whole selves. So they give that for your children, right? You got to have be your whole self. We can't just have a transgendered or non-binary or gay or lesbian or a queer character in the background. We got to have them in the forefront. Like they got to be in your face. That's what they have to be here. You see the theme here that's building from this company. Disney activism partner Nadine Smith also says that LGBTQ employees, um, you've got to start standing up and fighting for what you believe in within your company. Now, I'm playing this for you to remind you of this is what they want to do to your kids. This is what they're trying to do to your kids. I'm telling you this because I'm telling you that Disney is no longer a safe place. You need to understand that. I'm telling you that Disney's stock being down to under $100, the worst performing stock this year on the Dow Jones Industrial Average, I would argue this is not victory yet. We are just getting started. This is just the beginning. All right, lastly, please make sure you hit that subscribe button or auto-download button wherever you are listening to this podcast right now and take a moment to write us a five-star review. Uh, Many on the left have been attacking our podcast, writing us bad reviews on purpose. So if you would help us fight back by writing us a good review, a five-star review, and share this podcast with your family and friends on social media to help us grow, see you back here tomorrow. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast 
or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.